Good morning, Craig Chamberlain here at Wisdom Worth Knowing. Appreciate you joining me today. Doing a little bit of a format change today, but before I get started, we are going to be looking at this today. We're going to be talking about how worry is a total waste of time. Doesn't change anything, all does is steal your joy and keeps you very busy doing nothing. So that's going to be our topic of discussion for today. And as always, I'm going to let you guys come in on this discussion. I apologize for any technical difficulties. I'm experimenting with different formats to see kind of what works the best. And um, before I get started, as you guys may or may not know, I've talked about this a bunch of times before, uh, Audible has been a lifesaver for me. If you're like me, you do like reading books, fiction, nonfiction, or maybe you don't like reading books because they've never really interested you because you fall asleep like halfway through the page. Audible is an excellent source for kind of finding that happy middle ground where they actually read the books to you in your head. I listen to uh, probably at least one book a, a month, I try to. But um, consider joining. Going to audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. You will help out the show and get a free 30-day trial. You can cancel anytime, and you also get your first audiobook for free. So the featured topic of today, um, I actually really like this one because I have always had an anxiety issue, personally, um, and I don't know quite know where it comes from, <laughs> other than the fact that, you know, it might just be a product of youth, but fear and anxiety are very, very common thing that a lot of people struggle with, especially these days with the news cycles going on the way they do. Um, and I'm sure anytime you watch this video, not much of that's going to change. The news cycle is, you know, they tend to actually thrive on fear and anxiety because you kind of get hooked on it, you know? You get hooked on the, the fact that, like, when you get scared, you almost have to stay connected to something uh, in order to desperately look for comfort. Or, or the other thing is, like, when you're watching it, it could be like a train wreck. Like, you can't, you can't look away, you know? And so they, they know that. You know, media companies and stuff. So they, a big part of, you know, their business model is to just kind of keep people hooked and afraid. Um, but anxiety is just one of those things where it's very difficult to put into words how to describe it. Now, if you've ever experienced panic attacks, um, this is something that I've, I've, I've struggled with throughout my my life uh, and thankfully not so much now as I used to so for those of you out there who've had anxiety issues there is hope um, if you struggle with panic attacks that's like an like adrenaline pumps in your system and you start freaking out um, and in the, the 10 to 15 years I've really kind of dealt with with anxiety and worry um, I can honestly say that this is absolutely true for the person who is anxious, including myself, the, the trap of anxiety is that you think that if you don't worry about something, it's going to happen. Like That is the ultimate fallacy of anxiety, anxious thinking, is if, if I don't worry about it, then I can't prevent it. So like in our heads, we, we get this idea that if we don't prepare ourselves to the worst case scenario, then when it does happen, or if if it inevitably does happen, I won't be able to emotionally handle it. And if I don't, if I don't worry about it, then I won't take steps in order to prevent it from happening. 
Now, that's a trap because in about 99% of the scenarios in which I, I worry, and I don't know if this is true for you or not, but about 99% of the scenarios in which I worry, not it doesn't actually come to pass. So when I'm worrying about something, I'm generally just wasting my time. Which comes back to the worry is a total waste of time. You know, it doesn't change anything. If I have, exam for example, let's say I have a worry that... Excuse me. If I have a, a, an irrational fear of... I want to think of a good one. Let's think... Okay, I have a debilitating disease. Let's start with that one. Because health issues are something I generally have anxiety about. Let's say you get sick and you have some kind of a virus. Um, and, and I'm not just saying this hypothetical because of what's going on in the news. I just mean in general. Let's say you're afraid of getting sick. Um, is any amount of worrying going to cure you? I mean, really, think about it. Is your fear and your anxiety about something whatever it is you're, you're worried or anxious about, is it going to change the fact that it's happening? Or that it might happen? Like, just the thought process. I think it's an arrogance thing. And this might be part of my problem, is like, I think like, oh, if I just worry about it, it'll magically not happen. And it's like, well, that's not how this works, right? <laughs> that's not how reality works. If you worry about something, it doesn't make it magically just float away. You know, like the anxiety doesn't somehow miraculously change your situation. It actually changes nothing. Well, that's not true because that goes on to the next part of this. It steals your joy and, and it can keep you very busy doing nothing. So I like to call my, um, when I worry about something, I like to call it the hamster wheel, right? It's like I, I worry about something small and then if I, if I buy into the fear, then I I get usually it pumps a little bit of adrenaline into my system, like, oh my gosh, it's gonna happen. So then when the adrenaline hits, I worry more. So then I, I run a little bit faster on the hamster wheel. And then I look for evidence at that point that it's happening. <laughs> and then when I find something that confirms my suspicions pumps a little bit more adrenaline in my system and then I run a little bit ha faster in the hamster wheel and it's like it just you just keep going and going and going and you're like in inevitably you end up nowhere really fast and in the hamster wheel you can only run on it so fast because eventually you are not happy because you're exhausted because you're running on a hamster wheel and then second of all you are very busy but you're not getting anywhere you know, that, that's that's why I really like this particular post. And, and you guys actually, I picked the posts based upon the ones you guys like. But that's why I do like this one in particular. Because with fear and anxiety, we can easily get on that hamster wheel of just running and running and running and running. And it's not super constructive. Now, knowing that and accepting that is like a lifelong process. Because fear and anxiety do have a benefit of what I like to call confirmation bias. And I don't know if you know what confirmation bias is, but you can worry about a hundred things 
99 of them cannot come true. And then the one thing comes true. And you're like, see, I told you it was going to happen. And then that reaffirms the anxiety. And then, of course, because of that one confirmation, you justify further worrying, future worrying. And so the trick is to not get, let yourself get caught in a trap. And again, easier said than done. I, I've spent, I've, I'm 37 now. I would say I've struggled with a lot of fear and anxiety probably since my early teen years, probably late teen years, mostly college was when a lot of my anxiety really started to settle in. Um, and I've, I've far from perfected this ability to identify and prevent my getting on the hamster wheel. But I can honestly say at 37, after dealing with it for like 20 years, um, that this has shown to be more true than just about anything else. It is a total waste of time. It will steal your joy. It, it will force you to look at everything through a, an anxious-based tunnel vision. And it just stifles your hope. You know, it's like, you know what? Something good could happen. Or... It could not happen. There's always that. You know, we could focus on the fact that, hey, you know, something that's really helped me get through those moments. And first of all, if you have panic attacks, for me, the adrenaline has to run its course. Like, there's nothing you're going to say or do to calm yourself down after that, that adrenaline has been pumped into your system. The only thing, because at that point, it's physiological. Like, you have adrenaline in your body. And there's no amount of talk down generally that's going to calm you down. You can do deep breathing, you know. Um, if you really struggle with panic attacks, obviously talk to your doctor. I mean, there are medications for that. Um, but once the adrenaline's in my system, I have I have to wait. And that's frustrating. Very frustrating. But I have to actually tell myself, whatever's going to happen will happen. Or whatever's happened is already happened or here's the good thing to tell the anxious thing in your brain I'll cross that bridge if and when I get there remember that I will cross that bridge if and when I get there I will worry about it then and I've had to tell myself this depending on the situation several times in a day or a, or several times in an hour you know depending on the situation so you know what? No. Worrying is a total waste of time. If that happens, I will deal with it. Because generally speaking, there's always somebody somewhere who has learned to deal with it. This is another, another thing where audiobooks come in real handy. Is if you listen to experts or people who have kind of worked their way through those terrifying things. Human beings are amazing. It is amazing what a lot of people actively are living through. Or have found the courage and, honestly, heroism of actually living through a lot of things we are worried about happening. We have an immense ability to adapt to things as they come. So, the next segment actually is going to be our discussion time. Um, now, you can join the discussion on Facebook. Uh, generally speaking, the discussion can be open to just about anything. If you keep on topic, of course, it'll be a little more relevant to everybody if we talk about it. But you're more than willing, more than able to share um, anything. 
that you can think of, anything that might be crossing your mind. And uh, I monitor the chat. It is going to be operated on a little bit of a delay, so I do apologize for that. I have no idea what that delay is at the moment because this is a new format. Uh, I'm going to actually check that out later. Um, but uh, on the discussion, we will take a look at... I can pull it right up here in my dashboard. All right, I got... Uh, let's see here. Thank you for joining us. Lorenzo, Yasuratra, welcome back. Tanya, Denise, Lisa... Here. Lisa Wall says worrying will never change the outcome. And that's absolutely true. Like worry itself has no tangible power to change anything, right? The only thing worry really does is rob you of the immediate moment's joy in a lot of ways. So absolutely true, Lisa. Um, somebody here says they are battling a popular disease as they speak as we speak i don't want to even say it out loud because of the the controversy surrounding it but they said they're not worrying so good for you um actually i did uh, i did get i contracted it myself <laughs> but um i like i like to tell myself that i wasn't going to worry about it but the problem is, is like once the fear has kind of crawled into your head it's very difficult to just magically be okay because I remember there were moments when I was when I was sick, and I, I I'm like, I know statistically there's only like in my age group and with my comorbidities there's a very small percentage of having issues. But then, but it then like kind of crawled into my head. It's like, but what if I am that small percent? And that's where like that other thing came into real use of. I tell you what, if I, we will cross that bridge if and when I get there. <laughs> I had to tell myself that like a thousand times that day. And of course, everything I was afraid of did not come to pass. Um, and had it come to pass, then I would have dealt with it then. But there was no sense in robbing my immediate peace. Like I said, easier said than done. Uh, but I did have to repeat that to myself a bunch of times. So... Um, Tanya says, uh, I'll have to replay this every day to remind myself to stop it. Stop worrying. I know exactly what you mean. That's why I told you sometimes you have to repeat it several times in a minute. And if you got that, uh, if you have that adrenaline rush thing going on, like sometimes it, it's got to just run its way through your system and you just have to give yourself a little bit of grace while you wait for that to happen. Um, Yusu Atra says, what's interesting is we lose ourselves while worrying it would be just a little too late until we realize we're overthinking things just after losing a good amount of time. That's true. So, like, what you're saying is is the worrier can sometimes just take over, and it can actually dominate your mind for hours, days, before you even realize you're like, whoa, I'm just overreacting, I'm being overly anxious. And, like, you're like, wow, I just wasted hours of my day but heck that's progress like just acknowledging and being aware you know I, I had a close friend of mine who used to tell me something that I think is absolutely true he said awareness brings change right so as you if you become aware of, of that you're doing that to yourself you're torturing yourself with your anxiety then you can actually catch yourself uh, you know at a future time in order to stop. And I have noticed that over time you do get better at it. It's like a skill. 
you know, as you, you I could catch yourself sooner and sooner, like what may have normally taken days to finally realize, oh man, I've just wasted days may turn into a day, which may turn into hours, which may turn into minutes. You know, you, I, th I do think that there is a skill with your own anxiety management. You have to like learn a lot about yourself. You know, what, what are your triggers? What are your anxieties? Um, do you need to avoid certain situations? And is it necessarily healthy to avoid certain situations? And of course, if you have like a debilitating one, talking to a therapist is not a terrible idea, you know, to help you identify those so that you can gather the emotional tools necessary to, to deal with it. So <clears throat> Tanya said, how do you get yourself out of it? I have anxiety too. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. I think we kind of, we talked about a few tools you can use to get out of it. A lot of it's self-talk, awareness, um, Breathing exercises are helpful. Um, talk to your doctor. Medications can sometimes, you know, can not sometimes, can definitely be helpful depending on how bad it is. Uh, but uh, the trick is to identify when you're on, one of the big tricks is to identify when you're on the hamster wheel and, and to try to figure out how to get off. So, so thank you all for sharing on discussion time. We can move on to the next part. Um, next segment here let me pull it up here and just so you know we do have a, I do have a subscriber program if you're not a Facebook subscriber yet it's only 99 cents a month it does help support the advertising for the show um, you get a super cool sub subscriber badge so when you're in the live comments in the section you'll show a nice little subscriber badge um, and all the funds for those at the moment currently go to actually promoting the page so that we can get more followers uh, so consider joining and go to subscribe.wisdomworthknowing.org or just go directly to the Facebook page. Wait a minute. Worry is a total waste of time. It doesn't change anything. All it does is steal your joy and keep you very busy doing nothing. So remember that for today and I will see you guys tomorrow.